What's up, everybody? This is Observing Report. I'm Deuce Means, and this is the motherfucking podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to say what's up this last month. I didn't know it was like a month since I've done a podcast. Honestly, I've been enjoying my birthday, chilling with my girl, chilling with the kids, working. You know, just living my best life. Smile, bitch. I'm living my best life. No, I'm Anyway, um, this week's episode. It's called The Unexpected Proper Motivator. I mean, I'm going to get right into it because, um, number one, this is something kind of important to me. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my brother Tree. He kind of he kind of um, gave me the idea for this episode. And uh, pretty much, it's uh, The Unexpected Proper Motivator is pretty much the, the thing that, well, you never know what will make you get up off your ass and uh, go do something about your dreams or your financial situation or anything, you know, it's funny. People be like, I'm looking for motivation. I'm looking for inspiration. I'm looking for that spark that'll just give me the idea. Well, that never really happens. Never really, rarely do you ever see that perfect motivation that gives you the idea, that gives you the spark, that takes you on your journey and dream. This isn't like the movies, you know. It is, you don't sit there and all of a sudden a car hits a truck hits a donkey, hits a chicken, falls over, spills out, fries in the street, and you're like, oh my God, I got to make fried chicken. That's that's showing me a sign to do it. But it it never happens like that. Usually some pretty shitty shit happens to you, and it kind of like forces you to stop taking your normal path and go after what the fuck you're going after. Um... Case in point, when my wife passed away, before that, I was a good dad, pretty good, you know what I'm saying, I was like, I was like your regular, you know what I'm saying, black dad before they really figure everything out, you know, there for the kids, mostly there because I didn't want to be in child support, not saying I love my kids, but you know, I was living my life and doing my thing and enjoying being married and, and fucking and sucking and all that, more than I enjoyed being a parent for those who are real parents you understand you might you may understand you may not you know what I'm saying what I'm saying but anyway I was taking care of the kids doing the thing being married and all that stuff and then she got sick and then when she got sick and she unfortunately passed she unfortunately passed away from cancer I was kind of like in a in a tailspin you know depressed my wife was gone um at the time, I wasn't working. I had lost all my money for music and other hustles and everything. So I was just broken on my ass and didn't know what I was going to do with these kids. And people were counting me out and talking shit. And it's funny. Instead of me being angry and smoking more weed and drinking more and doing more drugs and just, just cutting myself off from all this shit, it kind of motivated me to do more. For the kids. Not saying that I wasn't, but it just motivated me to be like, you know what? I'm the only one they got. I can't depend on anybody else. Um, I can't depend on their family. On the, on my wife's side of the family, because, you know, keeping 100, they full of shit for the most part. I couldn't depend on my side of the family because they're in South Carolina and the ones that are out here were full of shit for the most part. So, the motivator was... I don't want my kids to grow up like me and their mom grew up, having half-assed family members 
take care of them and treat them like shit. Besides my grandma Lucy, she treated me golden. But every but other people treating us like shit and treating us however they wanted to treat us. I said fuck it, if they're gonna have just one parent, they're gonna have the best parent they got. But I had to know I couldn't just suck my life into them and not live because I didn't also want to be that parent where all he does is look over his kids, spoiling the deaf, never really teaches them anything, and never grow, antisocial, just really stuck in 2009. So what motivated me was pretty much a mix of getting, making sure these, making sure my kids had a, had a parent they could love and trust and that's going to be there for them. And also, unexpectedly, so I wouldn't be this hermit of a black man sitting in the middle of the east side watching X videos, jacking off the lotion, smoking weed and talking shit all day and not worrying about nothing else in life. It was just funny, you know what I'm saying? I didn't get a dream. Nobody walked up to me with this beautiful speech. There wasn't a... The sun didn't explode and shit. It was just one morning I woke up. I saw the situation. I saw shit was fucked up. And it, like, motivated me. Like, man, fuck that shit. I can do better. They deserve better. I deserve better. So, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've been on my path and journey. And I and I can say it, it's turned out for the best. And um, there's been bumps and bruises. But, man, we're here and we're popping. You know what I'm saying? Um, with the podcast. At first, I didn't know how the fuck I was going to do a podcast. You know what I'm saying? And it really was because I could... I, well, they say I couldn't rhyme anymore. You know, when you get to a certain age as a as a as a musician, especially black musician, especially hip hop, they try to cancel you out at a certain age. Like you might have the talent, but you're too old. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. And so, that was a lot of my fear, and why I didn't want to rhyme or whatever. But I still needed to get, you know, this 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 entertainment, this need to. To, to voice my opinion, to voice facts and shit I know out. I, I, I It yearned. It was eating at me and shit. I couldn't stop. And um, I was like, I want to do something else. And, and it just so happened that I was looking at Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club talking shit, talking cash shit about some, some people that don't get off their ass and do shit. And later on in the episode, it was a guy on there and he was talking about an app called Anchor and Anchor is what it does now which is get your uh get your podcast out to the people and all that stuff and at first I was like I don't give a shit I don't give a fuck I'm not doing no fucking podcast that shit is too hard you got to do all that talking I don't have no fucking followers all that shit it's so funny another another unexpected proper motivator cuz see uh, I didn't know Google and Instagram. Well, I knew, but I wasn't even thinking about that while I'm watching The Breakfast Club on YouTube that the little sneaky motherfuckers at Google and Instagram is taking all my algorithms and information and putting little punk-ass commercials in my Instagram feed. So while I'm strolling down my Instagram feed a couple of minutes later, guess what I see? The Anchor app being, uh, being um, commercialized. So... I said, fuck it. Matter of fact, I didn't even say that. Man, I said, fuck that shit. But so told me just to just to press the little save button, so I saved that post. So some days later, some days go by and shit, and I'm thinking and thinking and thinking. And this is me thinking like, damn, I know I don't want to rap full time anymore. I know I don't want to chase that. 
as my main source of income. But I told myself, I'm tired of motherfucking working nine to fives, and I'm tired of working jobs that nobody give a fuck about me about, and I'm tired of busting my ass for jobs that really don't see me for whatever reason. So I was like, I want to put my own life in my own hands. And even if it just starts off with one person, I just want to be able to voice, I just want to be able to let my voice be heard. And so I downloaded the Anchor app. Here we go. And I've been doing this since then. And we're like on our 27th episode, by the way, CR. Um, that's a little hidden jewel for those who's part of CR. They know what's up, CR. Uh, but yeah, pretty much that was the like the start of everything with this. And the unexpected motivator was, I didn't know Charlemagne talking shit about motherfuckers saying fuck their dreams and they too old for this shit. Would actually, instead of pissing me off and making me a hater and bitter about it, actually just clicked in my mind like, why don't you go do do something about it, fat boy? So, I've been pod- podcasting, and um, it's going well. And I thank for, and I thank those who listen and are true listeners, and those who just even listen for two seconds say fuck you. I'll never listen again. I thank you because I'm getting my dream out. It's a different dream, but I'm getting my dream out. And uh, it comes to my point, uh, it comes to my next, uh, next, you know, next thought, uh, which is, uh, I had to be open-minded on uh, what, what, what I was going to do once I got, once I got this motivation. I mean, back up. I had to figure out what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. I mean, I already figured out what was the podcast, but then I had to figure out how, and I had to kind of be open-minded, because back in the day, being a rapper and a musician, especially being the head of a band, you kind of get this confidence and cockiness and um, sense, of, sense of being a leader, and what you say go, it's kind of a diva thing, and so I was closed-minded to a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, especially when it came to music and processing shit, and it bled into my personal life. And I carried that thing for a long time. But thanks to therapy and a couple of good friends, I've had to, it's helped me open my mind on the ideas that I have and for me how to get to where I want to go. And at first it was scary. It's scary as fuck. You know, you think think I'm not nervous trying to figure out what I'm going to say and I don't have a script and I don't have a producer or nobody to guide me with this shit and the worst thing you can ever have on podcasts or any radio or music is dead air and I'm up here freestyling all this information to you hoping I don't sound like an idiot hoping I give you guys good information I keep you guys entertained that you laugh and that I'm not bullshitting you sounding like the rest of these bozos but I knew that the only way I was going to reach my goal and to doing these episodes was just step out on faith and go hard. Now, that don't mean you just run around and do the stupidest and just throw shit together and throw it on the wall hoping to stick. But it does mean that for those who are taking a second chance at life, you need to think outside the box. Because whatever it is, whether it's your age, whether it's your financial situation, whether it's your status in marriage or non-marriage or you got kids, no kids, you're homeless or not. If you're still trying to chase your dream, then you might need to switch it up a little bit because you don't want to keep 
trying to live something new with old and stagnated ideas. That don't mean don't stick to what you what's good. That don't mean throw away the good shit that works for you. That just means you have to open up. You have to open your options up. Like a friend of mine, we were doing this. Uh, I've been I've been doing voiceover work, and that shit is scary too. You know, that's a whole nother episode. But a friend of mine was telling me that I need to get back into rhyming, not for the fact of being a, a, a famous rapper, but just because as we're doing what these plans we have doing, I need to come up with other characters and other scenarios. And at first I was scared because I was like, nigga, I'm an MC, MC. I'm a real straight up lyrical motherfucker to be taken seriously with my craft. And he was like, my nigga, you're 41. Let that go. I'm not telling you you can't rap anymore, but if you're gonna have fun with this shit and you're gonna it's gonna be successful, then you need to come up with other options and other doors to go through. Because trying to be old ludicrous ain't gonna work, or or trying to be trying to be something that you're not or that you're not even comfortable in is not gonna work. So I had to come up with other different plans and schemes and moves to make my dream a reality and so it will work. Because ain't nothing worse than you having a dream and it's a sucky dream and none of this shit works and you're crap at it. That shit is bullshit. And it's going to stop you from going after it more than, uh, faster than anything else. So, coming up with different ideas and different techniques and uh, just different options and thinking outside of the box has helped me just pretty much follow my dream. And, and I thank God that I thank God that I, I I had to that that people that love me and around me were telling me the truth. That's another thing. Get a real team. A team don't mean a bunch of people that's talking shit to you all the time, or telling you that you are always pointing out the negative, or saying they're just keeping it one hundred. You can keep your one hundred, my nigga. I'm not telling you to lie to me. I'm not telling you to lie to your friends, but I am telling you, don't nobody want to hear your negative talk all the time about shit that they got going on. Don't nobody always want to hear Debbie Downer telling them what the fuck is going to go wrong in the scenario. You know what I'm saying? Now, we do want friends to give us the truth and let us know what's going on so we won't bust our, so we won't look stupid in the streets. Or if we're going to look stupid in the street, they at least let us know a heads up if we don't see it. But don't nobody want to hear you tell somebody some asshole negative, not going to work shit, all because of the sake of you keeping it 100. You can keep your 100. And people, don't be afraid to tell a nigga to eat a dick. Ladies, tell a nigga to eat a dick. Fellas, tell them all to eat a dick. Suck your dick from the back. Work the marrow. You know what I'm saying? This is your shit. This is your dream. This is your plan. If you fail, you fail. If you succeed, you succeed. But you don't need them dogging you out. Or fucking you over. Especially when they know you got the talent. They know you got the gift. And the only reason they're telling you no. Is because their life is shitty. Or they ain't did what they wanted to do. Or they're just stagnated in their growth process or whatever. That ain't who you need around. And sometimes the fuck you. Is about as polite as it's gonna get. There ain't nothing wrong with telling your friends. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. You piece of shit. You're a weirdo. Whatever. Because if they're friends. They know that you don't mean it. And then plus. If they're not friends. And you tell them this shit, they definitely know you mean it. And they should know to shut the fuck up and keep their fucked up ass opinions to themselves. Because sometimes you ain't got time to go low. When they go low, you go high. Sorry, sorry, Michelle. I love you.
But what I'm talking about right now, sometimes the best thing and the most nice thing you can tell a nigga is to eat a dick. Because you've ever had that one friend that won't let you grow and be a layered person that you are meant to be? You ever had that friend? Like, my friend Tree. And this is me telling a little business. And you guys, if you know Tree, then you know that's my brother and I love him. You know he had an unbreakable bond and all that stuff. My nigga said some shit to me that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It felt like he, out of all the years we known each other, it was like he didn't know who I was. Like, like he still think I was stuck on some shit back in 1996 when we were kids. And it kind of hurt. Because I would never think none of my friends, especially how we grew up and the way we raised each other, we know better. So we know to evolve, to grow, to expand, to raise children, to be providers. We know to do all of that shit. And we know that there's certain things that you got to do to keep it going. And there's certain things that you can't allow yourself to do or shit's going to fall apart. And so when he said what he said, it hurt my feelings. I'm not going to lie. But instead of cussing him out and talking shit and 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 and, and being angry and, and hating on him and talking about whatever shortcomings he has, it actually was my unexpected proper motivator. Because if he didn't say what he said, it kind of gave me the like the hot the insight to do these other projects that I'm not gonna talk about because I learned don't talk about everything you're doing, just do it and show up with it. But not only did it did he pump did he hype me up to do that, he also gave me an episode that'll work for everybody because everybody is always looking for inspiration and motivation, especially these procrastinating motherfuckers. And they always got that friend that dogs them out. And even if you're not a procrastinator and you're somebody that's on your job and do your shit and you're chasing your dream and you're chasing your money, you're doing whatever you got to do, you know you always got that one friend or that couple of motherfuckers that always tell you you, you can't do it. And it don't be because of anything um, real or practical. It's just because of stupid shit. And so you have to learn to not to not ignore what they said all the time. Because sometimes there's jewels in what they say. But you also have to be like, like I just said, tell me eat a dick and keep going. Because only you know that this shit is meant for you. Only you know deep down in your heart when you pursue this shit, if this shit going to work. And work don't mean are you going to be a success or a failure. Just work like I'm going to put this shit together and the plan's going to go in action. Because then what's there, fail or success, you've done your job. It's when you bounce, it's, it's what's ever after that, that, that. That says uh, who you are as a person. Um, yeah, man, I was just thinking about my boy. He really, uh, he really said some fuck shit. I love him still, but he really said some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna go into all of it because we're boys, and uh, you know that's the problem. Men don't need not men, just people. You know, check the person that pissed you off. I don't need, you don't go everywhere and tell every single part of your life, but you can tell enough so people can understand your story and get some and get some understanding and some insight and shit. So if you hear this tweet, fuck you. And I'll talk to you later about the other shit. But I love you. You know, that's real. And I thank you for giving me uh your little shitty ass uh comments because 
you just made an episode and hopefully this episode will be the number one episode and everybody hear it and they say, oh my God, dude, you're the shit and Observer Report is my favorite, oh my God, you know what I'm saying, you're like, you're like, you're like, you're like a fat Tavis Smiley, except you don't try to fuck on all the bitches and get in trouble with sexual harassment, me too. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but, um, seriously, yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is one of them things that I didn't see coming, but I thank God it happened to me because it's been able to it's been able to open me up not only to new things, but to chase my dreams and gave me a new like outlook on life. Um, the last thing I want to say with all this stuff before I bounce is all your dreams, all your moves, all this shit, no matter what. Who are you doing this for? There's a rule that me and the crew had, this crew called CR. So one of the main rules, and a lot of people don't know they follow this rule, but this rule is very important, and it'll keep you moving through all of life. And it's you do it for your, you do it for yourself and your fans, not for your critics. A lot of people say uh, haters haters motivate. Or you're not doing something right if they're not hating. And that's true in some parts. But you don't want that ever to be your main main go-getter. That don't, you don't ever want to make... You don't want hate to be the thing that makes you go do shit. You know, used in small doses and used, in proper, and used properly, it, it, uh, it'll motivate you like a motherfucker. And, it, and it, it'll give you strength and stuff that you never thought you had strength in. But to do that shit all the time... It's going to be a draining thing because you're no longer enjoying your dream or the process or the move or the job or the scheme or the hustle or whatever. Because you're so busy trying to piss the other person off or show the people that hate it that you're that you're right. Once again, I'm going to go back up to earlier what I said. Tell them to eat a dick. If You got to do this shit for you. You got to do this shit for the people that love you. You got to do this shit for the people that want to see you make it. You got to do this shit for the people that need the services that you're getting, that you're uh, handing out. You got to do this for the people that want your kind of music. You got to do this shit for you. You got to do this shit, like I said, for the people that love you and love what you do. And that don't mean people that just kiss your ass and just constantly all around you. But even just pass her by, they have good words of encouragement and that want to see you succeed. And not just the fact, just to see you succeed, just to see other people succeed. That's who you're doing it for. But more importantly, you're doing it for your motherfucking self. Because if you're not doing it for yourself, then don't do that shit at all. Because the one thing I've learned through this journey of mine, you have to be happy. I have to be happy. I can't do nothing else, whether it's podcast, whether it's these scripts. Whether it's voiceover work, whether it's parenting, whether it's being in a relationship. If I can't do this shit for me, if I can't do it for my reasons, then all this shit is null and void. And I might as well smoke a blunt and drink some Hennessy and let the chips fall where they may. Because I'm doing it for you motherfuckers. And that ain't going to work in life. That's just going to make you stop. And it's going to be the proper motivator. It's going to be the unexpected proper motivator to make you say fuck this shit and tell your dreams to eat a dick. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to do that. I did that too much in my life. I've lived my life through for everybody. Not saying I was a sucker, but 
having to raise children on your own and, and relationships and, and figure all this shit out. There's a lot of people I was doing certain things for. But in these last couple of years, I've learned to live my life for me. I've learned to learn to dream again. I learned to go after what I want, but in a smart way. Not in a way that's going to destroy my family and the little shit I have built. Not in a way that's going to make me look like an idiot or that's going to just waste my time. You know, in the word of Cardi B, I'm making money moves, bitch. I'm not twerking. Okay, I'm twerking a little bit. I wish I could. Never mind. Anyway, well, um, I'm about to go from this blunt with my girl and enjoy the rest of this day. But before I go... I kind of wanted to let y'all know a little playlist I had put together. Now, I only got this because these are just a couple of songs I listen to and a couple of ideas that are like motivators. And um, it, it, and, uh, it keeps me going. Uh, a couple of songs and like a couple of movie scenes that kind of like, kind of put me in the right mind. Like, Bun B, keep on pushing. If you know that motherfucking song, that song... It's like when your daddy talked to you after you done fucked up real bad. And the nigga just, yeah, peek that out. Bun B, keep on pushing, that's the shit. A classic. Matter of fact, a lot of these on here are classics, you know what I'm saying? There's some new shit that motivate me, but a lot of that shit I examined or Spotify and I'd be high, so I couldn't get the name of that shit. But definitely ones I know, like I said, Bun B, keep on pushing. T.I. Motivation, go to that motherfucking Urban Legend album. That's that's what it get. Yeah, Urban Legend, or is it, yeah, Urban Legend. I think that's it. Anyway, go to that album. Motivation is the shit. That song is tight. And then another song, um, Nipsey Hussle, Rose Clique, Clique, Rose Clique. It's not a motivational song. Like yeah, get up and go do it. It's more like. If you ever heard Nipsey rap, and if you know any California niggas, and if you know any Crip niggas from the west side of South Central, then everything he's saying will be a motivational speech, because you'll understand how he's telling it to you. And if you don't, pretty much, it's like you hear your young nigga giving you some game after he caught you fucking up, trying to uh, being a weirdo and being a sucker for whatever reason. So that song is a proper motivator as, as to as to how to handle shit and why you don't want to look like a dumbass? And then uh, this song called this group called Toto Africa. You know, I seen the rain down in Africa. Da, 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 whatever. You know what I'm saying? That song, even though it's not a super motivational song, I just thought it was a dope song. And every time I listen to it, it makes me think about the shit I want to go after and how I'm gonna go after it, and the moves and the, even the end result, how it's gonna, how I want it to look, how I envision all this shit going down, and I just always hear that song, you know, even if it's kind of stretching, me jumping off a off a private jet and that's all playing, and it's like it's like white music, so you know we balling out our mind. We got so we got so much money now, we don't hear rap no more. You just hear old '80s white music and Roy sniffing cocaine on the private jet. It's the fuck, it's the scene it sets, you know. Motivation. Proper motivation. <laughs> um, and uh, this, this one scene from this movie called Blow. If anybody's seen Blow, Penelope Cruz, uh, Johnny Depp, Ray Liotta, my nigga who plays Diego, this fucking movie slaps. And, this, and, and, and it goes. It's about drugs, it's about all that. But it's just one scene. 
where where uh, Boston George gets the cocaine and they don't understand how he got this shit off so fast and to find out he had a little California connect but he wouldn't tell nobody but they still wanted to fuck with him and he went back and Pablo Escobar blessed him with the kilos and then they got it popping and it's this song called Blinded by the Light and the scene with that music and the scene going will motivate you to get up off your motherfucking ass and get this motherfucking paper. That was illegal businesses and shit. No, I'm not telling you to slang cocaine. But I am telling you that that scene right there, that money, the way they get down and the way that shit just blew up and shit, it will motivate you, I promise you. And there's one more scene. It's one more scene of a movie that I always like. It's another old movie. It's one of my favorites. And it's from um, Casino. And it's the part at the beginning where Ace and they're sending Ace and, and uh, Nikki out Nikki out to Vegas. And he goes in there and he talks to Ganji. And it's the music in the background, that old 60s, late 60s, early 70s soul. I think it's Stan, I think it's uh, Sam Cooke or somebody in the background. And the following scene after that, as he's setting up the casino, it just is just pure magic from beginning to end, from like that first, that twenty minutes of dialogue and a couple of scenes, it'll 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 set you straight. So those are just things that motivate me. That that I thought you know, in songs songs and 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 scenes and shit like that that motivated me to go after my dreams and to go after the shit I want to get and not just the dreams of, of doing podcasts and being an entertainment and being an audio journalist but also dreams of you know taking care of my children better being a better family man being a better friend to the homies and uh, even with my past shady life uh, certain shit I had to do um, it was just it was like I said it was just unexpected proper motivator because even though I didn't see it coming it gave me the it gave the exact effect that it needed, and it got me off my ass to go do what I needed to do. So, anyway, that was the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna kind of keep the scheduling light. I'm just gonna keep it down to once a week. You can follow me on Instagram at Fat James Bond. Um, hit me on my email, DeuceMeans27 at gmail.com. Please hit me on Anchor. Um, I'm gonna try to get a phone number so you guys can call in and talk some shit to me. Um, I want to give a shout out to Diva Johnson Kitchen. You know, I know it's been a while since we did the sandwiches, but that shit is coming back. I want to give a shout out to New uh, Fragrance Incense and Oils. I want to give a shout out to the. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my homie Sean. I want to give a shout out to the homie uh, uh, Rory. I want to give a shout out to uh, all my people on the east side. All my all my niggas that's doing their thing, and uh, it's funny. It's funny how how I want to give a special shout out to all my young niggas that that live on. They used to live in the courts, that lived on town around town, and that's doing their shit right now. You guys are my unexpected proper motivator as well, because I've seen all you guys grow up, and it's beautiful to watch you guys grow up and take care of your children and go after the shit you want. And when I feel down and fucked up like I can't do it, 
And I get like that sometimes. I look at you guys and I see all the obstacles and shit that you went through. And it's to be like, nigga, stop your crying, heifer. I don't need all that. Let's get back on my feet and I do what I do. This is the podcast. I thank you for listening. I thank you for uh, for for checking us out. Please, once again, Fat James Bond Instagram, Deuce Means Twenty Seven Gmail, um, um, Deuce Means uh, at Twitter. My baby, <laughs> say hi. Hi. Say hi, podcast. Hi, podcast. Tell them your name. And give me a kiss. This is my little buddy, my little my little play goddaughter Camila. It's time to go be Uncle Deuce. I'ma see you guys later. Oh, I'm gonna have to smoke that blood in the back in the backyard. <laughs> Alright, y'all, this has been Observer Report, and this is the motherfucking podcast. Have a good one. Enjoy your week.